Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio. Here to get you to, uh, well, recap the Arizona Coyotes-Anaheim Ducks game that was on Monday night. And uh, it was a interesting game, uh, I'll say, to preview what I'm going to talk about. Um, but other than that, you know, we'll, we'll talk into uh, some of the stuff from the locker room and hear from, uh, from Coach Tockett as well as a couple of the players from post-game. And then again, we'll take a look into uh, the next game, see what are the, some of the things that might be changing heading into the game on Wednesday, tomorrow. So we will go ahead and you know break all that stuff down, plus maybe some, uh, some maybe bonus coverage for you guys with some random, random conversations that I have with other lockdown hosts. We'll maybe, we'll maybe get to that today or tomorrow. There's your teaser right there. We'll see what we can get to. But uh, let's go ahead and get started with the conversation for today. And that is, well, taking a look at last night's Coyotes game, the 4-3 win over the Anaheim Ducks. That couldn't have been uh, had we were looking at it earlier. It was a mess of a game to start off with. Probably, let me... and. I and I think anybody who is anybody who follows the Coyotes can tell you that that first period of Monday night against the Anaheim Ducks was by far the worst first period that we have seen all year by the Arizona Coyotes. A just a very lackluster defensive effort, very lackluster offensive effort. Just nothing was clicking for them. They tried to get too physical, too many fights. I think you know, they. I believe it was the the most amount of penalty minutes the Coyotes you know racked up in a single period in this season. The previous being you know one of the games against the Blues, just one of the first games against the Blues. Well, we'll put it that way. One of the earlier ones. Um. So I think yeah, the Coyotes had a problem when it came to uh, racking up those penalty minutes. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll say a couple of them were including fighting. Um, so that's, that was a big problem. They let, they let the, excuse me, they let the, they let the ducks get under their skin and it was, you know, very obvious. You know, even Darcy Kemper got in on some, uh, some like scrum action at one point during the first period, but you know, not what you wanted to see from the Coyotes in that first period. But what a comeback it was! Because after the first period, they were down to nothing, and obviously they kind of deserved to be down to nothing after the first period. To start off the second period, Anaheim scores another one, and it becomes uh, three to nothing. And at that point, you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, oh man, this game is going to be a long game, isn't it? Um, but you know, heading into uh, you know this mid that that middle frame. You know, it was a decision that Rick Tockett made at one point. He's like, you know what? We have to spark something. 
And the uh, the short leash line that I've been talking about for such a long time gets broken up. So, so uh, Nick Schmoltz and uh, Clayton Keller they stayed together, but instead of being alongside Connor Garland, they were put put up with uh, Drake Kajula, and then Connor Garland went up alongside uh, Phil Castle and uh, Christian Dvorak. So a big change in the uh, the lines. And they had to change it up because, you know, we'll hear from Rick Tackett in the next segment. But, uh, you know, he pretty much said that the the short leash line wasn't good the last couple games. You know, it's kind of pointing out to the, the effort against the Kings and now the first period effort against the uh, against the Ducks. And he's like, all right, that's 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 it. We're breaking the leash and uh, we're, we're we're changing things. So once again, and at that point on, uh, there was uh, a resurgence from the Coyotes. Down 3 nothing, and then all of a sudden, it goes to 3-3 three to three in about like two and a half-ish minutes. Like, it, 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 it surprised me like crazy to see what, like, what, came from this Coyotes team. You know, we saw Derek Broussard get in there, uh Christian Dvorak. He was able to join in on some of uh, on some of the fun. Well, he was the one that helped get the uh the first goal off of a um off of a penalty shot. And then uh Jacob Chikrin, you know, he gets the third goal to tie it. And all of a sudden, the game is the game is different. You see this Coyotes team; they, uh, they look more full of life. You know, they feel like they weren't defeated, and they looked. Uh, they didn't look good. I won't say they looked good, but they looked better, much better than they did in the first period, and it helped them again get that comeback against the Ducks again from down three nothing to three three, um, by the end of the second period, and. You know, just it it seemed like it was well, it, it could have been that way through the most of the game and the, the rest of the game, and then of course uh, Christian Dvorak does his uh, his magic again, and uh, I think it's a deflection of a he deflects a shot and uh, get gets that one past uh, John Gibson and able to able to get the you know the GWG and. It was, you know, it was it was a good shot, you know, and it was a good it was good play by the line. So, um, it worked. Uh, obviously, you know, I I I I think it was also based off a good setup from from my favorite player and uh, Connor Garland, and no surprise there, that's what he does. But that helped the you know the Coyotes come back from three nothing to win four three. And again, I'm not going to say good performance by the Coyotes, but good comeback by the Coyotes. Um, to not let not not let not let a game or a early deficit like that uh, defeat them. And and again, I will say uh, kudos to Rick Tockett for breaking up the short leash line. As good as I've been, you know, touting them to be, or at least they were during the Blue series. You know, when they weren't playing it well. You know, and Rick Tuck decided to break him up, like I mentioned earlier. It worked. It really 
worked. We'll uh, go ahead and um, take a quick intermission, but then we'll hear from the uh, some of the players as well as Coach Rick Tockett um, on you know their thoughts about this game and what happened and what were said during the locker room and uh, what either Coach Tockett said uh, during intermission or what the players said during intermission to to repair the game and what and uh, what to get it get everything fixed for the second and third periods. Speaking of repairs, are you sick and tired of trying to go to an auto parts store to find a repair part for your car for them not to have it, for them to upcharge you for it, or to have them chase have you chase that part across town? I know that's a frustrating experience for me. It's happened to me multiple times. That's why rockauto.com is the place for you to go now because rockauto.com, a simple and easy-to-use site that will list everything that fits your car or truck and super easy to use. Make it it's super intuitive. Anyone can use it. And the best part is about it, this all is it has phenomenal prices. You can save easily save up to 50% on a part that you normally would pay for over at in chain auto parts store. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to rockauto.com and check out their catalog for your car or truck. Just fill in your details and it will feed you all the stuff that can fit your vehicle. And while you're there, go ahead and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Coyotes podcast. A reminder to everyone, if you are a college athletics fan, and more specifically, a University of Arizona athletics fan, then the new Locked On Wildcats podcast is the show for you. Join the uh, the great host, Iron Mike Luke, to get you your daily news on the Arizona Wildcats. Be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Wildcats podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on here on Locked On Coyotes, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a look into the locker room sound and uh, see what some of the players, as well as as well as uh, Coach Target, had to say about last night's win for the Arizona Coyotes over the Anaheim Ducks. Let's start with uh, Rick Tockett and what how he thought the game went, uh, including that uh, god-awful first period from the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Once again, this is head coach Rick Tackett. Well, I mean, the first period were god-awful. You know, it was, it was terrible hockey. Probably the worst period in a long time. Um, good response. You know, we got a couple of good goals already got us back into it, and we hung on, you know, like from 1-4-3. So, yeah, you know, glad we won, but obviously not good enough. Uh, it's not it's not winning hockey to play that way to start the game. Yeah, it's not about the homestand. It's just it's about playing the game the right way right from the start. I mean, you know, you can't look at whether we're here nine days. Like, you just look at the. I'm a small pitcher guy. It's that first period. You know, you know, I, focus level and all that stuff. Like I said, I'm not. I didn't think we played that bad against LA. Like I said, they had two great A's that last game. They scored on one of them and five on five. We had six or seven. We didn't convert. So that looks bad. Uh, but tonight was bad, the first period. Yeah, we, we had the resiliency great. Um, 
But I want to see our response in the first period next game. That's that's going to be a telling telling thing for my for me. Our hockey club is how we come out in the first period against Anaheim. What is today? Monday on Wednesday night. That's to me what I'm going to look at the first period. That's Rick Tuckett talking about the uh, you know a lot of what what went down when it comes to you know that first period, how the team played, the resiliency, all stuff like that um, regarding you know. The Arizona Coyotes in their game against the Anaheim Ducks. Um, he went on to continue his conversation um, with the uh, with the media, and uh, I'll, well, I'll, I'll say this: one of the uh, biggest things that I did, and I mentioned this in the previous segment, that he went to go move some lines around. The short leash line was broken, and uh, you know, put a couple guys on different lines to see what worked, and it, well, it did work. He was. Again, Rick Tockett talking about what worked when it comes to changing the lines. Yeah, I mean, after the first, I just said, I got to change the lines. You know, sometimes you got to do that as a coach when you feel like everybody's sleeping out there. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And today it worked, but I've done it before. It hasn't worked. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it woke up a couple of guys, you know, uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of players here, I think. You know, that big, uh, the, the brass goal with when I put guards with uh, Phil, uh, they got that. That was a big goal for us to get us to 3 2. And then the bench got a little alive after that goal. But obviously, the penalty shot was great too. But to me, that goal kind of got us going a little bit. And in case any of you are wondering, uh, Rick Tuckett does go on to say that uh, there's a chance he puts the short leash line back together um, or. Um, it just keeps moving things around. He doesn't really know. Uh, he could even do it as soon as uh, as tomorrow's game on Wednesday. So, um, but you know that's all uh, stuff that he that he says he's just going to have to take a look at and see what works, what doesn't. Um, but you know he says uh, he'll definitely consider putting them back together, especially because you know against the Blues they worked, and you know they they they're still a good hockey line and they can do good stuff together. But. Um, you know, he just said, you know, they just had, he just had to break them up for this game. And, you know, he'll take it game by game and see what happens from uh, from this point on to see uh, what, what to do with the uh, the short leash line moving forward. Now, I'm sure you guys also want to hear the, uh, the thoughts of, uh, you know, a couple of the players. I will go ahead and give you some of the thoughts of Christian Dvorak, the uh, the guy who scored two goals of the game. He was asked during the uh, the post-game press conference of what he thought of the team's resilience to come back from a 3-0 deficit um, and to ultimately take the 4-3 win. Here is Christian Dvorak. Yeah, that's big. Uh, it's, uh, it's good to know we've come back from uh, deficits, deficits like that, but uh, we don't need to put ourselves in uh, these type of situations. We need to have uh, better first periods here and uh, can't rely on coming back from Two, three goals. Um, so we got to make sure we prepare and uh, be ready. Be ready for the first period or next game. This might go without saying, but do you feel like a response like this can give you guys some added momentum for the remainder of this homestand? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, the start of start of this homestand uh, hasn't gone the way we wanted, but uh, that's a big comeback, character win for us. Hopefully, we could uh, carry this momentum uh, the rest of the homestand. Thanks, Christian. That's Christian Dvorak talking about the uh, the resilience of the team. Uh, pretty much echoes the same stuff as Rick Tuck is saying. You know, you got to have a better first period in the first place. Though you can't, we we can't put ourselves in the hole in the first place and have to deal with that. Um, 
and of course you can hear the uh um you know you know the question about you know whether or not they can have that kind of comeback as a momentum leading to the remainder of this homestand and you know he's uh he's hopeful so Christian Dvorak is is very hopeful about uh you know carrying that momentum through the uh the rest of these next few games in just a sec, we're going to start uh, taking a look to actually now towards the uh, the next game on Wednesday as well as uh, just a bit of a preview for the uh, rest of the week maybe. We'll take a look at that. But first, I want to let you guys know about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but college basketball, the NHL, are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time motor dots and props and almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. The best part is it is free to sign up. Head to the website you use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and use that promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with the new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Right now, you can hear Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now let's take time to take take a look over at the next game for Arizona Coyotes and some of the things that we need to take a um, take note of as we get ready for the rest of the week. Uh, first of all, well, actually, you know what? Let me go ahead and address some of the news from t- from uh, the Coyotes organization. And uh, one is the assignment of Barrett Hayton to the Tucson Roadrunners. So Barrett Hayton will be joining Tucson for the upcoming uh, Roadrunners games against the. Colorado Eagles, uh, who they'll be playing starting tomorrow uh, night, and we'll be going through the uh, the weekend again with team games there. So once again, Barrett Hayton, uh, who was scratched the previous games, and uh, also in games before that, playing uh, very short fourth line minutes, has now been uh, assigned to the Tucson Roadrunners, and uh, you know. Personally, for me, I'd say that's one of the best things for him for his development, and uh, we'll and I'll be oh I'll be there to cover it because well I I cover everything in Tucson. So if you want to follow the coverage on uh, Barry Hayton's development, be sure to give me a follow. Probably on a one. Uh, but other than that, uh, for tomorrow's game, Arizona Coyotes and. Anaheim Ducks and it, I, you know, I, I hate to, I don't want to beat the you know, uh, beat a dead horse or whatever, saying this and uh, but it it goes without saying that you know for the Coyotes to take a win this next game and they really have to come out that first period and, and it it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying in the in you know the beginning of the season. In the first couple of weeks, and that they hadn't had a full sixty-minute game, and they did have a couple for sixty-minute games against the Blues, and they need to bring that back. Um, so we gotta, you know, 
come out with uh, come out with fire and uh, maybe like what uh, what Christian Dvorak said in that last uh, in the last segment and and take the momentum as much as you can from the comeback game last night and really try to fight with fire because you know you want to be able to take another win out of this and do what you can because after this Colorado Avalanche are coming up and we know that's not going to be an easy matchup for the Arizona Coyotes um and they got the Kings for a game and then the Wild and back to the Avalanche so they're gonna you know have themselves uh you know quite the quite the experience but you know they got three again they got three more games left of this road trip or excuse me homestand uh three more games left of this homestand hosting the ducks and then for one more game tomorrow and then two games against the avalanche on friday and saturday we'll you know get into those um later this week as uh we get closer to to the uh series but Again, yeah, that Coyotes really have to find what worked against the Blues um, and what worked in the second and third periods against the uh, against the Ducks on last night, as well as really even a couple of things they did against the Kings. They weren't they weren't bad against the Kings, but do a couple of things there, um, and you know. They can be fine against the at least in the next game against the Ducks, yes. But against the Avalanche, they really have to pick it. They really have to pick it up. They really have to find that identity that they really need to. Because um, taking t- t- taking those penalty minutes, playing those you know scruffy games isn't going to work. Uh, especially you know, let's say that first game against the Kings, for example. You know, you know, only putting on. Uh, like 18 regulation shots, you know, with the six shots per period. That's you know that's something that's not that's something that's not gonna work against against the Avalanche, for example. So, and we know what happened last time the Coyotes played the Avalanche. Um, back now, several months ago, over in the playoffs, you don't want that to happen again. Um, so Coyotes really have to get their stuff together and figure it out. But that's it for my rant for today. Uh, if you guys have any questions for the show, again, don't for, don't uh, be afraid to go ahead and uh, interact with us on Twitter. At RobLeonio1 is my personal Twitter. And you can also tweet the Locked on Coyotes page at LO underscore Coyotes. Tweet at us. Direct message us. Do what you want. Ask a question. Make a comment. Uh, we'll interact with you and answer questions on social media, as well as answer questions on future episodes of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Again, interacting with the show and interacting with fans as the show is one of the best ways to uh, really get this show going and, you know, have have more of an experience for you guys to, uh, to listen. But if you liked what you heard today, don't forget to leave a good review as well as a subscriber if you get to already we are available everywhere you can get your podcasts thanks again everybody for listening to today's episode hope you guys are staying safe hope you guys stay healthy and don't forget to how long